This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hi, welcome to Rappaport to the Rescue. I'm Jill Rappaport, and I don't know if you know this, folks, but today is a very special holiday. It's National Dog Day. Yay! (laughs) Well, every day in my home is National Dog Day, but really, this is a time to thank our pets again for what they've given us, especially during these very uncertain times. Give them a little more kisses, a little extra treats, an extra hug to celebrate what they've meant to us and what they mean to us and how much they give back to us. So don't forget National Dog Day. And coming up today, another incredible show, if I do say so myself, Broadway extraordinaire superstar Sutton Foster. She will be coming up in just a moment. And joining us is Bill Berloni. Of course, you know Bill, the Jill Bill section of the show. Bill has a very special relationship with Sutton. You'll hear about that and more when we come back. Spanning the planet. Spanning the planet. You've landed at the pet entertainment center of the universe. Alert the paparazzi. This is Pet Life Radio, the ultimate animal adventure. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Rappaport to the Rescue. I'm Joe Rappaport, and joining me now, Bill Berloni, because, Bill, we have a very special guest coming up, someone you have a very unique connection with from the Broadway stage. Tell us about that. That's correct. Today, we're going to be interviewing Sutton Foster, a wonderful actress, good friend of ours, and uh, we met when she was in the chorus of the 20th anniversary revival of Annie. And... uh, When we first met, she was a little afraid of dogs. And so we've got a story to tell about how a star dog helped a star person. A star is born, literally, because when you met Sutton, she did not have the credentials she has today. She was literally just getting her feet wet and literally just becoming known. That's true. That's true. And she actually left the show to go to another Broadway show. And, uh, We didn't reconnect until years later when she called me up and said she wanted a dog to rescue. And that's such a great story because even back then, she knew that when she was ready to open up her heart and home to an animal, it was going to be a rescue animal. That's right. That's right. Well, you have such unique, wonderful relationships with so many Broadway personalities. And it's amazing how these friendships are formed and bonded over animals. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the Broadway community is a very close-knit family community because when you work on a Broadway show or theater, you work with people for months, so you get very close to them. And we just stay in touch, whether it's people getting married or people having babies or, in my case, people wanting to adopt dogs. (laughs) (laughs) And do you find with these close relationships that sometimes you get calls at all hours of the day asking you for a little help with these animals? All hours of the day, and (laughs) especially during COVID. Well, thank goodness for you, Bill. I know they're thinking the same thing. Now, coming up, the one and only Sutton Foster. Stay tuned. Looking for a dental treat that does more for your dog? Daily Dose is a two-in-one chew that pairs a daily dental scrub with powerful supplements 
to help with the biggest health concerns facing our dogs. Daily Dose was developed by vets to be simple to use and super effective. Plus, dogs love the taste. Available for joint, skin, heart health, or calming. Daily Dose, your pet's daily dose of awesome. Visit yourpetsdailydose.com to save $3 on your first bag with promo code PETLIFE. That's yourpetsdailydose.com. This is Pet Life Radio, the possumest pet party place on the planet. Dude, that's a lot of peas, baby. Yeah. Get ready for some tail wagging, fur flying, feather flapping fun. Oh, yeah. PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Welcome back to Rappaport to the Rescue. I'm Joe Rappaport, and I'm so excited because right now we're about to introduce you to one of the greatest actors on the Broadway stage. She has received not one but two Tony Awards for her performances in Thoroughly Modern Millie and Anything Goes. Her other Broadway credits include Little Women, The Drowsy Chaperone, Young Frankenstein, Shrek the Musical, and Violet. And of course, we also love Sutton Foster from her lead role in the ABC comedy drama, Burnheads, but one of my favorite shows, the TV land comedy drama, Younger. Sutton, so great to have you here. Thank you. It's so good to be here. Well, I don't know if you heard in the beginning, but Bill was raving about your past history. I cannot believe that your relationship goes back almost a quarter of a century. First oh, of God. all, not to give a plug to Younger, but you can't be that old. Come on. It's you true. look great. <laughs> Thank you. Gosh. Um, yeah. When Bill, we were, it was 1996. Yep. It was 96. Real. Before you were the superstar of stage and screen and you met Bill. Well, you know, I'm still, I'm still pretty, oh, I can't, I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we love like, you because you're so modest <laughs> and down to earth. But trust me, you're amazing and we adore well, you. Tell me about the relationship with Bill because in the beginning, you hadn't had dogs in your life, especially rescue dogs. And Bill kind of turned you on to this whole world. He sure did. You know, I owe a lot to both Bill and Dorothy. I grew up with cats. We always had a cat in our house or we always had like indoor outdoor cats. Like, you know, so, you know, growing up, we grew up primarily in the South and like little suburbs. And my mom, we, we always had like one or two cats, Oatmeal and Misty and Samantha and Bubba and Kitty and we start we started running out of ideas. It was like Kitty and Fuzzy and Baby. Um, <laughs> but then I went away to college and I came back and I was like deathly allergic to cats and I there was like all these allergies and stuff and and I actually really love cats. I just they make me break out in hives and I get uh, out, you know, sneezes and stuff. And you're a performer, a singer, and I'm a dancer. performer. I yeah, mean, that so, really can be very frightening, right? Yeah, yeah. It was, it, it was just sort of, I never really had allergies, I guess, because I grew up with them and didn't even know. And then, you know, you go away and you come back. And, and now, even if I go to someone's house, I have to, you know, bring Claritin or something. But there was one show that I did on Broadway. I did, a, I did Little Women on Broadway and a, one of the understudies who, who went on for Professor Bear, he had, like, he had like this big beard and, and we had to kiss at the end of the play. And, and, and I, and I, tell me I you were allergic to him. <laughs> no, I broke out in hives all over no. my face because he has cats and there was dander in his beard. And 
And I was like, oh my gosh. And I, I had all these hives over my face and I went up to him and I was like, do you have cats? And he goes, I do. And I was like, I think I'm allergic to your beer. Oh my goodness. And this happened on stage? Yeah. So I was like, so that's how bad my allergies are for cats. But I met Bill Berloni because he, I did the 20th anniversary of Annie at the tour. And then it came to Broadway in 1996. And Bill was there with Dorothy. They were both there because he trained the Sandy for that production, Sandy's understudy, and then all the dogs that were in the show. And I, I had like a fear of dogs, especially big dogs. And I was kind of like, I hadn't been around a lot of dogs. I was a little scared. And there was something, Bill was so great. And I remember like in between shows, he suggested I just like take one of the dogs for a walk or like, you know, they like talked to me a lot about, I, I, I kind of like overcame like a huge fear and it was really because of Bill. And when I was ready to, I sort of worked my way up to having a dog. I had like plants and then I got goldfish <laughs> and then I got a hamster. And then I was ready probably like 10 years later to get my first dog. And the person I called was Bill Berloni. And I knew I wanted to rescue a dog. That was a no brainer. My brother had a Shih Tzu at the time. And I sort of fell in love with my brother's Shih Tzu, Zach. Not and that. he found um, you a pair, right? Not just did. one, but two. Yeah. So my brother's, sorry, my brother's Shih Tzu's name was Chewy, um, Chewbacca. So, <laughs> and, his, and he had a Yorkie named Zach, but I said, I want a Shih Tzu. And so Bill like went on a search and he found two little Shih Tzus, two gray and white Shih Tzus, Linus and Izzy. And we adopted both of them. They were dropped off at the Newark Animal Shelter and Bill picked my, this was my ex-husband and I, so he picked us up in a, in his van and like drove us to Newark and we like <laughs> went in and there were all these little puppies and we met them and I was like, we have to take them. And then <laughs> like, they both were really sick. Izzy ended up getting pneumonia and she didn't make it, but the New York Humane Society helped us so much and were, were there and got Linus strong and he was like my rock you know linus was like my he saw me through a lot he saw me through my divorce he saw me through you know it's like amazing what animals he was just like this constant and he like led me to you know meet my my husband now and when i met my now husband ted ted had a dog <laughs> as well and ted's dog was named charlie and we were and charlie was a bigger dog a, um a lab chow and as we we were sort of courting, we realized that Ted had rescued Charlie from the New York Humane Society and had met Bill and Sandra and like everybody there. We were like, wait a minute. First of all, our dogs are named Linus and Charlie. And then, and we rescued them from like the same people. That's crazy. And what's even more heartbreaking is that Ted and I were married in October 25th, 2014. And Linus passed away in February of that year, 2014. And Charlie passed away in like September of 2014. Oh. And they both passed away that year. But then we said that they were both waiting until we found the right person and that they knew that we'd be okay. And that they like led us to 
I know I could cry just think about it, that, you know, they were there for us until we, oh. we met each other and then they were, you know, so oh. I know. I That's know. a beautiful story. And I don't know if you know this, but today is National Dog Day. And for us, it's every day is National Dog Day, believe me. But it really is amazing. I mean, especially now during COVID, you credit them with bringing you together with your ultimate soulmate. It's amazing what these animals, especially these rescue animals can do for us, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty remarkable. I will say this without a doubt that I will always have a dog in my life forever. The only rescue problem, dog too. A re- well, yes, a rescue dog. Yes, to me that feels like it goes without saying, but yes, right. I will always have a rescue dog in my house. But I also it's one of the things that Bill said when Linus passed away because I was so I was so heartbroken and he said he said the only problem with dogs is that they don't live long enough. So Linus passed away and I I was just devastated. And then I waited about a, m- a month and I called Bill and I was like, you got to help me. <laughs> I was like, you got to help me find <laughs> another dog. And, and he- Bill really came up with the best yeah, babies really- for you. Bill, tell us what, we- first of all, the search for Sutton's next beloved fur angels you know, it's a very special personal thing. And Bill and I live by the motto, it's not about a home, it's about the right home. So Bill, tell us about the dogs that you brought into Sutton's life next. Well, the main thing when, you know, we're working with performers is their touring schedule. You know, they're away a lot. And so they need dogs that are portable. So I always encouraged um, Sutton to say small so that she could take a dog on a plane, she could take it to the set, she could take it to a dressing room, you know, and just Finding a dog with the same sort of warm personality as her was what I was looking for. I got a glimpse of one. Mm-hmm. Is that Mabel right That's at me. your feet? Yeah. There? Oh my God, is all I can say. Yeah, Mabel is so sweet. She is like, she's totally just. Look at out her. Right for our listeners, Mabel's just literally chilling out, laying next to her beloved owner, her beloved pet parent, and you can just see the bond there. I mean, this dog, yeah. you're really never apart are you yeah we're very bonded so she came and she also like came in to heal my broken heart you know and i just bonded to her immediately but she was about seven months when we adopted her and we worked with a foster there's a a wonderful woman robin Ehrman. thank you i had her first name and then i couldn't think of the last her last name she pet rescue inc and she works with a lot of shelters all across the country and mabel was rescued from a shelter in houston and was flown up to New York on a Saturday. And we met her on a Monday, like right before I was starting tech for Violet on Broadway. And I met her in, in a big, in, in Robin's basement. <laughs> and, and my husband and I like drove, we were, I was still distraught. You know, my husband and I drove away. And we got about a mile away. And I, and I said to my husband, oh, pull over, pull over. <laughs> we can't just leave her. And he's like, okay. And we drove back. And do you take these dogs? You have another dog too. I haven't seen him yet, but uh, Bill, you were telling me about both of these dogs. They're adorable. And Bill, what was it about the personalities in Sutton? How did you know this was the match? Well, what's interesting is that if I'm good at anything, it's casting dogs in the right role. (laughs) I had found Mabel, you know, Robin helped me find Mabel. And then when they came and they saw her and they were like, oh, we don't know. And she drove away. I went, hmm, I really think this is a dog for her. And then I left. And sure enough, they turned around and came back and adopted her. But some time went on and she's a girly dog for sure. And, you know, Ted wanted to enjoy some dog time too. So we looked for a big dog and a little dog body. And we found a um, Karen Terrier mix. 
His name is Brody. Yeah. So, you know, so he can go hiking with Ted and Mabel can, you know, lay on the couch and while Sutton's rehearsing. And Sutton, when you go to work, I mean, those of us who've been fortunate enough, this show goes all over the world. But for those of us that have seen you on stage, and in a minute, I'm going to give you a quote from Christy Brinkley about you. People are mesmerized by your performance. Christy said, there is no one like her. When she's singing and tap dancing, she doesn't miss a beat. She doesn't miss a note on that ship. Everybody just is blown away by your performances. Do you take one or both of the dogs to work with you? Are they in your dressing room? Because you're so joined at the hip, literally. Mabel goes with me a lot. So she grew up in the dressing room at Violet. And so when we first got her, she was very shy and very was like afraid to you know, leave her crate and we would have to like, we like worked very hard and now she's like Miss Personality. So she would come to me, she would come to the dressing room with Violet and then she has been with me on set at Younger, the very first season of Younger, she, I would drop her off at the wardrobe trailer and she like stayed in the wardrobe trailer and with, they had a little cubby for her and she was just like, she's just like super chill. What happened was we got Mabel, we then adopted Brody and then we adopted a human daughter. So I have a three and a half year old. And so oh, I wonderful. So Mabel was first. And then when we adopted Brody, Mabel looked at us like, why, why would you do this? Didn't we have a good thing? And now Mabel and Brody are like brother and sister. They mirror each other a lot when they sleep. You know, they're constantly like doing the exact same thing at the same time, or they're very connected. Although Mabel is still very connected to me. But then when we brought Emily, our daughter home, Mabel was like, what have you done? So, <laughs> What's so, this other girl doing with my mommy? So I bring Mabel with me a lot to set because then she gets like, she's very, very good in the dressing room. Brody's not so much because he's way more energetic and needs a lot more. I can't trust him alone in a dressing room. Like he will, he could be destructive. <laughs> so and who doesn't we, love animals on the set? First of all, Hilary Duff was in my very first book, People We Know, Horses They Love. She loves animals. So I would imagine everybody on that set, who doesn't love a cute dog, right? Well, and everybody has, like, everyone has dogs. So the makeup trailer is, there's always, like, dogs underneath our feet. And Molly, who's on the show, she always brings her dog, Henry. And, like, Henry and Mabel love each other. And then Hillary has a little dog named Momo. He'll come to set. So it's, and then now there's babies. And it's a very, um... It's a very family, kid-friendly, dog-friendly. And I do find that when dogs are around, it's like, it brings more joy and everyone's, and it's also like, it makes everything a little bit better. You're like, oh yeah, okay. Everything's okay now. You know, makes it more fun. I remember when Sutton adopted Emily and she called us and said, Bill, what do we do with a baby? And Dorothy and I went over and we (laughs) gave her and Ted some tips on how to now expand the family because the dogs could have taken issue with this new family member. But I remember telling you some ways to treat them and treat her and help them grow together. So yeah, it's interesting you bring that up because I had heard, I guess about two months ago where Andy Cohn had to give up his beloved dog that he had for almost seven years. And it sounded like there was a bit of an issue with the baby and he was just heartbroken over it. I mean, that can happen. And Bill, you really are amazing because, you know, your tips are not only for four-legged children, but for two-legged as well. I mean, you're really helping families adjust and work together to live together. Yeah. Yeah. I think the dogs, they didn't understand. They were trying to, as Emily was growing, they were like, they had to come to terms that they were losing rank 
that there was someone who was going to, that was outgrowing, you know, they were like, and the big thing that changed, they sort of freaked out when she started moving. They were like, wait a minute, what is, what is this thing that's like moving in the house? And then as soon as she started eating at a high chair and dropping food, they were- They love her. They love her. <laughs> they love her. And they're also the like- same way. You drop food, I love you. I'm right there to get it. No, that is so great. Well, what about now during COVID? I mean, you know, we all know you from your roles and we, well, thank goodness that we can watch the shows and, you know, if we can't get to Broadway, we can watch you on TV, which is so great. But what about now? Like how have these animals, not only your wonderful child, but how have these dogs helped you? Because we're home a lot. There's really nothing we can do. I don't know how it's affected your career, but most people can't do much of anything right now. I know. It's been an interesting time. When we first came out, so we live in New York City, but we have a, a house outside the city, about an hour outside the city at a lake where we live on a lake. So Mabel is, she is like a city dog. She doesn't need much. She's like super, super happy on the couch, coming to work, loves the car, like so chill, chill, chill. Brody, on the other hand, needs a lot more space, needs needs room, needs exercise. So when we first came out, I was like, the big realization was that Brody is a much happier dog at the lake than he is in the city. Because I think in the city, he feels confined. He's not good. Noises. You know, yeah, he's not good, like even in an elevator, if he smells like a German shepherd or, if, you know, he's like, he's better being able to run. So he out here, he gets the zippies and he like does laps <laughs> in the yard and is isn't that I, the we best were, feeling though when you it's see the that? Best. I love I, it. So I think that's been our biggest thing. We're like, oh my gosh, like, you know, and also realizing that, I mean, this is interesting that you do this with children too, is that the dogs have different needs and like, I couldn't treat Brody like I treat Mabel. Like he's not as successful, like coming to work or, I don't, and then you realize, oh, they're just, you can't treat every animal the exact same way. Like they are people, who right? Yeah, exactly. Own distinct they are who they are. So you're trying to like set them up for success and also like take care of their needs and so they're happy. And so when we first came out, I was like, I think Brody is, I think this is like the best thing for him. Like he is just, and my daughter, like just to have space and freedom. And then now we all are just kind of, it's just been really nice. I mean, it'll be, it'll be interesting, like going back to the city and what that's going to feel like. But yeah, for us, you plan on doing that? And for what? What are you working on that you're going to have to go back there? As of today, which of course, all of these things could change. It looks like we're going to be filming younger in October. Yay! Is this a big scoop? That, well, I mean, again, that's today. Right. So it's like, it's like, it's everything. It's hard to plan, you know, when everything keeps changing so much. But that's the goal is to start filming in October. And I hopefully- wonder how, the, how do you do that, though? I mean, you're so close. You especially. I mean, with some men and with dating or whatever. I mean, I how are you going to do that? You can't wear masks on the show or can I you? know. Well, there's a lot of protocols, you know, SAG-AFTRA, they've been working very hard to for you know safety I mean obviously it's like we can't go to work we can't work if it's an unsafe environment or if there's there's always going to be risk because it's impossible to eliminate all risk but but I know I've spoken to some people who have gone back to work no shows in New York have gone back to work a lot of them are starting in September but I think some shows have been shooting in LA and in Europe and a lot of people are saying that it's weird and it's different but it feels very very safe so and you we'll know, see. it's different. And along with the success of these TV shows, 
you to all of your fans are still first and foremost a Broadway superstar. It's very sad what's happening with Broadway. That to me is just tragic because really they are talking about 2021, but who knows, right? Yeah. I know, you know, it's, it's a really, what we do as performers live performers require people to gather in large groups, you know, and, um, and realizing that I was, I never in a million, you know, we could have never predicted any of this to be happening. And people gathering is such a beautiful, wonderful thing in live theater. And yeah, I have, I have no idea. And I, I think uh, we will see, we will have to see. I know it's going to be, there's just going to be a big learning curve and, and we'll see. Live theater, Broadway, it will return. It's just a matter of when and, but that need, I think, for live theater will always be there. And it's, and bringing people together in that way, in that that form of entertainment, I just can't imagine it going away forever. So we will see, we will see. Hopefully it'll be sooner than later. And Jill, did you know the biggest event of the Broadway season was the revival of Music Man starring Sutton Foster and Hugh Jackman? That, that was this year. That was the show to see. I know. uh, And as you know, Bill, I talked about this a few weeks ago. I was lucky enough to be at a dinner party sitting right next to Hugh and his wife, Debbie. And it was so exciting because I'm such a huge fan of his. And of course, that role, that show was truly one of a kind. I mean, it was the talk of the town, literally. And so Sutton, have they, have they, are there plans for it coming back? Yeah, so we we would have been in like rehearsals right now. That um, We were supposed to start performances in September of this. Yeah, it's a while to think about. But right now it's, they've pushed it to April would be previews of 2021. So we'll see. Well, I hope because we do need this. We really do. And besides your acting abilities, obviously we know about your shows, your Broadway shows. You're a great singer. We know that. And you're also an artist. I don't know how many of your fans realize what a great artist you are. Are you finding that you're doing more artwork, singing at home, things that you can do alone because <laughs> you don't have the stage? You know, it's what's interesting is that you would think that, but it's tricky with a three and a half year old. So I, um, I'm trying to make more time for a lot of my expression right now is I cook a lot. So a lot of my creativity goes into cooking. I do a lot of crochet. I've been crocheting a lot. And I've been doing some music collaborations with some friends and with my music director. And that's been a a really wonderful creative outlet. But I haven't drawn in a while. So that's actually a really nice reminder. Yeah, um, and you're so talented at it. And being a new mom, just to be able to sing to your daughter, what a voice you have. She's so lucky. Do you sing her lullabies at night? I mean, if I had your voice, I would never stop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we do. Well, and one of the great things is that she loves to sing and she loves music. So I sing every night. My husband and I sing, we sing Goodnight My Someone to her, which is a song from the Music Man. Oh, and I love so, that. But he, Ted started, my husband started singing that to her before I was ever attached to the Music Man. And so now it's, it's really special because every single night we sing it to her and, and then I'll be singing it. I will be singing it on Broadway. And then I'll always have this context of, you know, singing it to my little baby girl, you know? So it's become like a very special, a special thing. Well, you don't think we're going to let you go without a little sample of it. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Please Sutton. That's too much of a tease. Bill and I would love to just hear a little bit. And of course, 
Mabel wants to hear a little. It, what I'll do you think? Mabel. I'll sing it to Mabel. I know. Mabel's a, she's a, we think she's like a half Dotson, half Yorkie or, or oh. dorky or something. And I so have I'll a Dotson. I'll sing it to Mabel. Okay. okay. Take it away. She'll <laughs> <laughs> probably just lick my face, which she, she's doing right now. Good night, my someone. Good night, my love. Sleep tight, my someone. Sleep tight, my love. I wish you love, and I wish you like. So good night, my someone. Good night. Sweet dreams be yours, dear, if dreams there be. Sweet dreams to carry you close to me. I wish they may, and I wish they might. So good night. My breath is a little stinky. My someone, good night. Good night. Good night. There you go. Yeah. Oh, the even my Dobson is sleeping right now. <laughs> you put him to sleep in the best way, Sutton. <laughs> Oh, you are just as wonderful as Bill has been telling me you are. This is such a pleasure to have you on our show. We adore you and bless you for all you do to entertain us for animals in need, being a wonderful mother and a wife, and obviously a great friend to Bill Berloni, who just sings your praises all the time. And Bill, I know Sutton has your number if she ever needs help with those rescue animals, but what a great home that you have made for those dogs, right? Yeah. We Couldn't have found better. We feel pretty lucky. We all found each other. Well, thank you both so much. Sutton Foster, Bill Berloni, thank you again. And happy National Dog Day. Thank you all for tuning in. And as I always say, stay positive. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>